When one hears the word goblin, it may conjure up an image of a mischievous impolite creature with a penchant for trickery. A name evoked to keep small children in their beds at night. But what if I was to tell you there is another sort of goblin? One with a mouthful of sharp teeth and the dead black eyes of a shark. That they were once human like you or I, but twisted into their terrible forms by fell magic and sent with unwavering obedience to punish and devour those they once loved. The Knights of the Shed Actual Play Podcast presents Zweihander, Feast of Goblins. So, just a bit of a recap. Uh, you're all on the way back to Bias's place. Now, what's the correct spelling of Bias? Let's assume it's B-I-A-S. Well, canonically, it's B-A-I-U-S. What do you mean, canonically? Because that's what the podcast description says. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Well, and then bias, then... bias is the Greek name. That's uh, how you spell uh, oh, yeah, the okay. Greek name. Great. Well, then spell it how Dave spells it, because that's probably what's on the sheet. <laughs> <laughs> it's not, however, like the last episode suggested, Pibus. Pibus. There's a couple of times where Paul got mixed up on, on Bias's name. Did I call him Bias? Pibus. Pibus. That's cool. Oh, God. Must be his middle name. <laughs> yeah, Bias it's, Pibus. It's Bibus. <laughs> it's, it's Bibus Bias Pibus. <laughs> okay, welcome back to the shed. It's Paul here. I'll be the GM for the party in Ravenloft. To my left, we have. Uh, it's Hayden here. I'm playing Helmut Siegler. The 13-year-old boy who's growing up rather fast. Dave, uh, I'm here again playing Rafe Reimer, the smuggler uh, and uh, all-around career criminal and um, apparently not a fan of Helmet. What, when did that happen? <laughs> like every single session? No, I, I don't think. I haven't read that at all. Following the physical confrontation? Well, there was a slight him? physical confrontation, but I mean, these things happen. Hi, it's Toby playing uh, the warrior nun Marsha. Running around in my nice uh, brigantine armor. Are you just running around in that in the city? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's like that... what I wear now. Okay. Does that look odd to anyone in the city? Uh, there are other people who wear armor. Though it's it's unusual, and but um, people give her a you know a bit of a wide berth and strange looks. That's right, they do. <laughs> somewhat intimidating. But... Also, the smell. <laughs> what smell? I washed in the stream. Yeah, we yeah, we floated down the stream, didn't we? I mean, it would be worse than wearing like just full polyester. <laughs> Quite a bit worse. All right, Kevin here. I'm playing Joan, the old cranky grandmother type who likes to try to get into parties. Uh, yep. Uh, Richie, haven't been here for a while. Um, playing Pibus Bias Pius. <laughs> I think that's right. He's aged 20 years, something like that has happened. We will find out. Yes, he's been in this strange land for, yeah, a score of years. And uh, this session, um, we also have Brent. He's tapping out. R- R- Richie's tapping in. Um, Brent wasn't able to make it, but he was playing Ilsa. So... 
we'll uh, we'll find a convenient place to park her during the adventure. So last time we played, I think everyone was on their way to Bias's house to to learn more. He said he asked for everyone to come back during the night because he had become somewhat nocturnal. Also, wasn't it for our safety because of things in the street, creatures at night? Oh, outside of town for yeah. sure. That, I thought in, a, in town as well. It's generally no more dangerous than walking around the streets in your own place. Bias had seen something in the streets many years ago. Had seen an attack, I think, but I don't, I don't think he was worried about an imminent attack. Well, uh, Rafe has just um, left... Uh, that's sort of a, a shady sort of inn, making his way to Pybus's house. And Joan and Helmet ha- are also venturing there after their failed yodeling <laughs> um, <laughs> attempts to impress the Meister Singer. Well, so what does my house look like? What kind of house is it? Oh, well, it is a cottage mm-hmm. and it's it's... Standard kind of standard sort of Germanic uh, Tudor kind of yeah sort of um, lowborn yeah. type arrangement. It's it's hard making ends meet in this place. Mm-hmm. I have since produced a map of Harmonia for Ooh. people to to see the the various locales. And there is also last time you went to a map maker. And your map has been prepared. I think you might have tried sneaky looks at some of his maps <laughs> to sort of get a bit of a, a mental map of the geography. That's right. That's what I did. Yeah. Well, there you go. There's the map, the local geography. <laughs> oh, wow. And these other maps I shall retain until they become relevant. So has everyone shown up at my house? Yes. That's so good. <laughs> it is oh. absolutely useless. How much work did Paul put into that? <laughs> Probably a lot. But <laughs> tells us nothing. Just put a little plug here for Pro Fantasy um, cartography device. So I made this map. It's not much of a plug, really. Is <laughs> <laughs> if I edit out the bit where Toby says the map's <laughs> It is a good map. It's a pretty map anyway. Oh, do we, are they sponsoring the podcast? Well, not if, now. Not, if not, we should we, we, we should be giving an even-handed review, shouldn't we? That's true. Well, there's nothing. There's nothing wrong with the map itself, other than it doesn't mean much to us. I think is the issue. Look, I think it's a nice map. Well, it tells us where we are in the world. What are you complaining about? It doesn't have any treasure marked on it. It's probably yeah. Toby's well, well issue. there's a big cross here. <laughs> Look, <laughs> that's the compass. Oh, okay. Can we go see what's over there? Where the compass is. Yeah, well, I assume there's some sort of treasure. Giant compass on the ground. It could be. There's not a bit that says, here's how you win. Yeah, it turns <laughs> out Ravenloft doesn't have a north and south pole for directions. It just has a literal <laughs> compass in the ground. <laughs> okay, so uh, welcome to my very humble abode. Uh, would anyone care for some hard cheese or some stale water? Also, you have got some food now? Uh, my wife's a hunter. I think she's been hunting for cheese. <laughs> <laughs> Whereabouts on the map is um, Bias's house? The, the one marked Bias's house, yeah. maybe? Ah, that, that would be that one right there that I can <laughs> actually totally missed. So don't bother taking his word for what a good or bad map is. <laughs> <laughs> so your wife, Bias, is out hunting tonight and she normally supplements the income by bringing down 
uh, you know, wild boar and selling the meat in the markets. But um, last time they arrived, you're, you didn't have very much food because I guess you weren't expecting visitors. But uh, in the meanwhile, yes, you'd um, become a bit more hospitable and you have cheese and wine and some sausage, pickled onions. Excellent. I like pull this stuff out. In my mind, I'm thinking, how am I going to eat like tomorrow? But I'm sharing what I've got. I'm going to check the pantry. I'll have whatever you're having by us. Okay. Your, your wife <laughs> had given you explicit instructions for no one's allowed to look at in the pantry. Okay. Is there a lock on the pantry? No, it's sort of like a walk-in pantry. All right. So I'll sidle over to the pantry and kind of casually stand in front of it, like uncomfortably, awkwardly casually. I just want to get some salt, Bias. Don't have any salt. Uh, you could probably lick the cheese. Okay. I'll go back and have some food then, I guess. Come, come, enjoy some fo- some of your food. Uh, thanks. I'll still stay standing in front of the pantry. <laughs> Drat. There's something in the pantry. Um. That you're after. What, what are you looking for? Oh, I'm just inquisitive because, you know, she wanted us to stay away from her earlier. <laughs> so what you're saying is you're just a rude house guest. Oh, yeah, 100%. <laughs> I, I've got no manners whatsoever. I've been stuck in a hole previ- previous <laughs> to this. Mm. So you're picking up vibes that she wants to have a look in your pantry. Have you, however, your wife has said, uh-uh-uh. I've put out the food, enjoy, and then leave. <laughs> Uh, oh, wow. Weren't you going to give us <laughs> lessons in the, the local dialect? You can't uh, do it from over there by the, the pantry, boys. No, 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 the light's terrible over there. Come on, we're not going to go near the pantry. Don't worry about it. Just come and sit with us. Uh, I, can, I mean, we, I can orate from over here. I'll quickly open the pantry and pull out my flashcards and close it again. <laughs> That's good that you've got some of those. Do you teach other people? Uh, this is how we learnt. It's really a good technique. I'm sure they'll be using it in the future. <laughs> I hope they catch on. You might make money from it. I've been here for quite some time now and learnt the local customs. So if you have any questions, I can attempt to answer them. And then I'll, I'll sort of finish with a, with a flourish in, in the local language, which is quite, sounds almost like a song. There's some elven words sort of weaved into it. But even if you know a little bit of Elven, it's tricky because there's strong accents. Well, well do, you, do you know what th- this place really is? Uh, that's, that's a deep one. No, <laughs> I don't know. I, I know some things about the local customs and people, the language, but what, where we, who we are, we're, what, no. I, I'm merely an, an antiquarian. Not not a um, philosopher. How do you think it came to be that you were here 20 years before us? You don't ask the easiest questions, do you? <laughs> um, well, I, I respect your, your vast intelligence as an antiquarian. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I can tell you about the local berry wine. Would you? Well, actually... You're too young for wine. I, I, I think I'm 13 years old. Too young. I think I've heard something about this wine. Where does one uh, acquire such a thing? Uh, it grows... It's, it's made from a plant. A berry bush <laughs> that's local to the area. So you're saying this wine is made from berries? Maybe is that berries, why it's called a berry wine? It must be. Uh, it's a bit more complicated than that. The berry bushes only grow out of dead bodies. Cool. But it, uh, it will help you learn the language. The wine? Yeah. It'll help you sing. Do you have any? No, I don't have any. I can probably, we can probably find some. Acquire some. You, you want to check in your pantry? 
Ah, uh, there's none in we the can pantry. Look for you. I, I know. I was just in the pantry. So how 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 can we go about getting some of this wine? We need a dead body. That can be arranged. Well, Bias goes on to say that in certain clubs, like the Crystal Club that you're trying to enter, they they sell Meikle Brow there. Oh. It's yes, a very yes, expensive it's, it's, a drink, uh, I guess equivalent to a, a fine cognac. guess we'll have to try harder to get into that club. I think we just about had them with my, our yodeling. Yeah, oh, almost. Perhaps if we were to all get together and sing. Well, perhaps, perhaps if the two of you weren't part of that group. <laughs> no, I don't think that sounds right. So, Bias, what are you, uh, not Bias, um, Rafe, what have you been up to today? Well, you know, uh, this and, and that. Checking out the uh, n- nightlife hmm. in o- other parts of the city. Anything interesting? Um, Any work for us? Uh, n- not as yet. Bias, have you been out of town? Uh, no, not often. There's a lot of uh, activity here. The locals are quite obsessed with the wolf culture here. Yeah, something about Father Wolf. Is that Grandfather Wolf? And Stupid Grandfather Pig. Yeah. And there's also Grandfather Owl who tends to watch on. I mean, I think if you want to stay in this place, you're best off to start with some of this wine because you will be respected here if you're for the quality of your voice. Well, then it seems our best bet is to and get into the club, I guess. Still too young. All right. So what what is our best bet in, to acquire some of this wine? The local bar, right? Yes, but it costs a gold coin to enter. So what's our best bet to make some money? Uh, as you can see, that I don't know. <laughs> well, you've got a house and everything. You're obviously doing okay. Yeah. You're doing better than us. How many spare rooms we can stay in? Just this one room that you're in. Okay, so we've got a bit of a circular problem here. Yeah. We really need to be able to talk to make some money so that we can get the wine that will help us talk. talk. <laughs> I mean, I've got some it's money, but I'm, I'm not really... I don't think we can get a gold coin each out no, of what we've got, well, much less one. I've got nine left. Sorry, my mistake. A platinum coin. Platinum yeah, coin. Yeah, so we're, we're screwed. How much is a platinum coin worth? Ten gold coins. So does the club shut? Does it stay open all the time or is it... It probably shuts at some point. It shuts during the day. We could do a daring daylight robbery. Well, look, uh, well, I did hear some things about the club while I was oh busy. Um, there was a suggestion that, that we could get eaten by beasts if we go in there. Okay. I don't want to go to the club anymore. Is there a better <laughs> option? I mean, where's the vineyard or the buried graveyard, whatever? I mean, how how fast do these bushes grow, considering the nature of the growing conditions? Oh, perhaps six months to a year. The, <laughs> the growing conditions in this area are quite um, conducive to vibrant life. Okay, so maybe we can work our way up to owning a vineyard. No, no, I think the... we just find the vineyard because they're sure to have some there. Bottles. Yeah. Okay. Do you know where that is, Pius? I've, I presume... So, but I think it would be very dangerous. Hijack a shipment? <laughs> You're all very suddenly keen to start doing crime after well, cozy, cozying up to the watch earlier. Yeah, they weren't the nicest. Maybe they'd pay us to help out with them something. Yes, I, I'm sure they'd pay a 13-year-old boy and two old ladies <laughs> <laughs> to help they out with watch work. <laughs> well, at least I'm trying. Yes. 
very trying. Try harder. <laughs> well, what's your big suggestion then? I don't have a suggestion. I'm not sure why you're so obsessed with getting into this club. It's all very strange. Well, we need to be able to speak the language. Well, maybe if you just immerse yourself in the culture. What? Like, we, learn? We want to immerse, yes. we want to immerse ourselves in this wine. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, to put it bluntly... Um, Get the f*** out of my head. There are, <laughs> <laughs> there, there are uh, monsters that kill people, and then when the monsters kill people, the bushes grow out of their bodies, and that's what they make the wine out of. Um, that's pretty f***ed up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, which is why I think it's probably dangerous to go to the vineyard. <laughs> Sounds like maybe these monsters are the monsters in the club. Probably. So mm. Why, did, why does everyone do want, you... want to go in there, then? So we can get wine. Aren't you listening? Or or become wine. <laughs> well, this will be something. We can't just hang around here forever, can we? Well, no, you, you can't. We only have one room and <laughs> the pantry's closed. You mean right here? <laughs> well, I, I mean, bias has has done it. Are you are you suggesting he made a, a bad decision? I suppose we could just go kick some people out of a house and take it over. But well, I, I mean, you're welcome to try. I, I brigandine armor notwithstanding, I don't think <laughs> it'll work that well. I'll send Joan in. <laughs> Do you have any suggestions for us, Bias? How can we make money? How can a 13 year old boy make? I don't know. How did you make money in news? Oh, I didn't really. I sort of stole a bit here and there. Frida did some tricks on the street corner. I mean, I can. Do that. Don't not those kind <laughs> illusions. <laughs> I'm not the one who made that dirty. Okay, well we we could go to the night market, which won't cost us anything, and then we unless they're selling sweets. Yeah, I've still got some. Would you like some bias? I got some honey sweets. Uh, sure. Yeah, there you go. Does wonders for my throat. Oh, good. Uh, I suppose um go to the night market. Was it, is there like employment we could get there or the the whole local culture comes out so. We'll, we'll find out when we get there, I, I suppose. Well, I still want to see these flashcards by us. <laughs> I already pulled them out. Yeah, I think we went through that, didn't we? Yeah. We learnt a bit. Do we get a percentage or something? Don't we have a... Yeah, I mean, on? this whole time with this conversation we going on, the, the subtext is we've been doing flashcards, <laughs> right? Yes, you know, pass the, the salt, but... And then using he the, said he didn't have any salt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then saying, oh, I don't have any... <laughs> What, whatever their word is for it. It's that sort of to and throw. You're going to come to the night market with us, Bias? Of course. I'll be your guide. Excellent. The night market's not too far from Bias's house. It's uh, uh, down the, the loop road. And then you're into the, the main shopping area, which is sort of the... It's a real hub. There's street food. There's uh, you know fabrics from... Lots of exotic fabrics that you've never seen before. Strange carvings, curios, pendants, uh, cheap personal effects, all the sorts of things that you tend to find in a market and many designs that are very exotic from perhaps you, you might think that they're from the Orient or Middle East and perhaps even Africa. But there's a, a varied and, and some of the um, the images on, on carvings, being from a Protestant country, you would find that... Uh, it's very heathen, you know, even... It's, it's kind of disturbing in that way, this, the iconography. A lot of things. And then there's lots of different meats and other viands and victuals and, and the scents and the spice. It, it is... Uh, it would get your, um, your salivating. It's only because I didn't feed you very well. <laughs> <laughs> and that. I buy some salt. 
salt. What's you know, there's a variety of salt. There's pink salts, green salts, <laughs> black salts. Some are salts that smell like uh, they have sulfur in them. We're trying to save money here so we can get in the club. Why are you buying salt? And then there are the candies. Oh, candy. <laughs> I've got a refill. Oh, I don't have any money. Could you buy me some candy? No. Please? No. Look, I gave my last ones to Bias. They were delicious. There is even this strange substance which uh, Bias uh, translates to, for you as cream dice. Mm. Yes, there are samples. And, uh, oh, it, excellent. It is, uh, as you can imagine, a very creamy, cold, sweet dessert. Oh, this is creamed ice. This is creamed ice, yeah. Oh, whoa. This stuff's delicious. I, I keep eating the um, samples. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you only taste away. You, yes, you get switched. <laughs> Your hand. I'll take it off. Right. I'll get a sample and give it to him. Oh, thank you. I'll take it off him. He's had enough. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get, a, I'll get a sample and then I'll just drop it on the ground in front of him. <laughs> Why are you so mean to me? What did I do to you? A flying kick to the face at some point, wasn't it? No, I tried to tackle him at one point. <laughs> That's because he left you guys. You left us as well. <laughs> no, well. And, I'm, and unlike you, stayed. I found three boats, so. <laughs> yeah, well, at least I didn't run off on everyone. Yeah, you did. Well, my dog didn't. <laughs> Your dog's a better person than you are. Why is everyone out to get me? I'm going to go bugger off on these guys because stuff them <laughs> and um, sit down on a corner somewhere and and sit a um, what have I got a hat or something in front of me? Not really. Yeah, a bit well, of cloth or something. There are some street performances, some um, some sort of gro- grotesques. Yeah. Who just got another one? Streets. Yeah. Yep. I'm they going are. to sing, and um, Freya will howl along beside me, probably not very pleasantly. <laughs> Encourage you to run away and join the circus. <laughs> I'll sing for a little while, probably poorly, in the hope of making some money. Well, you certainly could sing. Uh, put out your hat. Did you want to perhaps uh, make some sort of performance role? I've got anything I can roll. On do, do you have any experience at singing or nope. <laughs> none whatsoever? But professionally, or otherwise. Well, I'm an animal tamer. Surely I can get Freya to do some tricks. Uh, um, stunts. <laughs> <laughs> I've just been teaching you the local singing language, so you might have That's a couple true. of words here and there. Yeah. Did that affect our knowledge of Katakan? Yes. Yes, it, it will improve it. Um, we'll get to that soon. Yeah, I'm just going to try and get um, try and get Freya to do some some doggy tricks, doggy stunts, do some flips and things. Well, let's go for... I've got a handle animal. Will that work? Yeah, handle animal. You'll get her to, to do something. Yeah. Oh, I failed. Just. Well, you have the option of um, using a fortune point. Seems a bit wasteful. No. No. I'll just caterwaul on the street for a while. So, uh, yeah, you, you spend a little bit of time with uh, Frida trying to get her to, to do some tricks, but um, most people... Have either seen them before, or Frida is uh, somewhat distracted by all the scents and the sights, and perhaps some of the yeah. There's something a little bit up with her. She's mm-hmm. she's uh, she's a bit distracted. You okay, girl. She you know she puts her nose to the air and and sniffs and sort of looks down uh, looks down a certain alley. Yeah, she wants to lead me somewhere. Yeah, she's just she's interested. There's something's caught her nose, and, and occasionally hey, she has a little growl. Frida's got the scent of something over here. Want to come and check it out? 
Oh, come on. You're not going to leave me going down a dark alley by myself, are you? Probably. 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 You people are terrible. You don't have to go down the dark alley. <laughs> well, there might be something interesting down there. What is I'll this? go with you. A, a rich royal or something who's been robbed and we could save him. He could give us some money and wine. Let's go stop you jabbering. And no, I'm not buying any more lollies. Fine. Okay, so Marsha and Helmut uh, start inspecting in an alley. What are the rest of you doing? I would like to look around and see if there's anyone selling anything less than 100% legal mm. around here. Okay. So uh, in the, what sort of, um, you know, sort of like under the, under the desk sort of, yeah, whether anyone's selling anything in their stalls, but you know, yeah, under the under the counter, or whether there's anyone sort of lurking in between stalls, maybe. Make a uh, what is it, an awareness? I think the skill is. Yeah, make an awareness check. Yeah, that's a pass. Okay, like sort of uh, sitting and observing. You know, you you see the usual sort of cut purses. You know, sizing up different people, trailing. Uh, there's a lot here on sale that w- you wouldn't be able to sell back home. Uh, but here it, it's almost like that there's no uh, stigma associated with some of the goods here from different um, herbal uh, concoctions, different sorts of alcohol, and then there's just the, the, you know, this would be a huge black market in sort of occultish type fetishes and different things as well. It It generally seems... You know, most things are for sale. What does Bias spend his time doing for the last 20 years other than <laughs> reaping the rewards of his wife's hunting? People come to him, like uh, particularly other strangers mm-hmm. from who, outsiders, will come and visit him. And, uh, you know, he's sort of seen as a bit of a, a law master who can, you know, converse and, mm-hmm. and tell them the lay of the land. I, I believe you referred to him as a thought master, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh yeah, they, they sort of come to you if they need a different perspective on things from their usual cultural limitations. So that yeah. I'll be keeping an eye out for anyone who looks like they're sort of fresh into town in the night market to see if they need some guidance. You spot a young man walking into a dark alley. I think it's a really <laughs> bad idea. I'm accompanied with an, by an old lady. <laughs> well, maybe I'll go. I'll go. You can make some money that You're way. leading her into the alley. <laughs> I'll kind of... And a dog. Follow them at a bit of a distance, just to keep an eye out. Okay. So, uh, and Joan? She will be out looking at all the spices and all the delicious food and treats and stuff. And Do you have any money? No. <laughs> not, not enough to buy anything. Because, uh, you know, like a small, a small, like, pouch of some herbs can be quite reasonably pr- priced for, for condiments, for cooking and different things like that. Well. Um, Rafe is, um, despite the fact he's looking around, he's, he's going to be near the alley. He's not planning to go down just yet, but he won't go too far away. So you're sort of, it sounds like you're all within sort of eye and ear shot of each other. Yeah. Approximately. See how much you do have the support of the group. They're just not willing Only to. Only just, yeah. Thanks, <laughs> thanks everyone. I'm not sure what I did to deserve this. I thought it was quite helpful. We're willing to get you out of trouble. We're just not willing to get into trouble <laughs> with you. As you, uh, Frida leads you down the alleyway, Frida sort of becomes even more alert. And uh, rounding uh, a corner is a, a short, leathery-skinned old man. He almost sort of comes bounding out of a building just uh, down the street. He's carrying an old... Uh, an old sword in one hand, 
and there is a, a, a ring of keys at his belt that flail about. And he sort of uh, finds his bearings and he stops and looks at you and the dog and his eyes open in surprise. And uh, he sort of sees you and he sort of dashes towards you with, with his arms outstretched with a sense of panic in his, in his eyes. And although your command of the language is still developing, you're able to make out his words. Help! Help! And he cries and he sort of points back around from where he came. Um, and he sort of stumbles to a halt and goes on. Help, I say. One, one, of, the, one of the inmates has uh, escaped. And, uh, and uh, oh, I'll be cursed, but he's a, he's a mean one. Can you, can you help? Does he look like he's in a uniform or? Yeah, he's, he's wearing a, uh, I guess, uh, it's a downgraded sort of guardsman suit. Is there any blood or anything on it? Well, he draws his hand across his forehead. And um, you see that it comes away soaked in blood, and he has a um, a nasty gash right on his hairline and above his left eye. And uh, as he does this, uh, a thin trickle of blood sort of starts tapping onto the lapel of his tunic, it sort of mixes with the the heavy perspiration. And uh, what was he holding again? A, sh- a short a sword, a, sh- a shortish small okay. sword. Come on, everyone! It's going to need some help. So yeah, yes, yes. Um, Bias, you know that uh, it's often um, the convention that if you're asked to do something by someone of the watch, that you are to assist. And to not assist could be grounds for... Uh, wine production? <laughs> wine production. <laughs> <laughs> no, for, for a time in, yeah, for, you know, sort of perverting the course of justice. Right. All right, I'll lead on then. I'll go. Yeah, I'll, I'll go. Do we hear the, this from where we are in the market? Yeah, yeah. You can kind of see the interaction okay. and the desperation and, and the, the sort of the dark, something dripping from his forehead. Um, as you round the corner to where this man came from, you, there are two other men of the watch there as well. And he says, oh, this, uh, he, he, he introduces, first he introduces himself as... Uh, I'm Karis, the jailer, and because you've got Pybus here, he can translate more directly. And uh, the other two men is Devon and Barky, and uh, they're carrying the proper weaponry. Are they confronting someone, or they seem to have come to his aid? Uh, they were have been summoned as well. I'll start engaging them in conversation about what's happened here. One of one of the inmates has is uh is proving to be troublesome, and uh, we need to get him contained once more. Or if he is unable to be contained, then mm, put down. So we will go in. They lead you up up into what appears to be a, a pretty dingy jailhouse. There's a set of double doors on your right, and um, it says it's through there. You go. We will go together. Yes, I need all your help. Do any of any of you a healer or anything like that? Well, uh, let me take a look at your your friend's cut. Oh, he sort of waves him. He'll be all right. He no, needs. Carlos needs to get downstairs to activate the portcullis. But we we just need to make sure he's uh, all right. He he he's lost a lot. I'll go with him. And make sure he's all right. No, no, not access to members of the public. Um, you have a look at him now. All right, all right. 
Well, and I lead him over into a corner for a second. I says, just sit down and let me have a look. And what I want to do is actually like manipulate the cut a bit to get blood in his eyes. And while I'm doing that with my left hand, I want to slip my stiletto out and I want to cut his keys off. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Not with him. All right. Let's go for a uh, skullduggery. That's a train skill that I don't have. Oh, Flip the results to succeed. Yeah, it's a good ploy. That's a critical failure. <laughs> <laughs> Might want to use one of those um, fate points, mightn't you? Um, I'm going to yeah. bustle over and say, no, move away. Let me have a look at this wound. I'm going to use the fate point and try and do it while the okay. healer's actually sure. getting in the way. Okay. I probably won't succeed, but I'd rather not critical fail. All right. Fortune point spent. That's still a fail. Okay, you turn it from being a really overt attempt to thieve from him to uh, like a casual, oh, whoops, my, my beg your pardon. I don't know how. Uh, I'll just make sure that wasn't an easy check, was it? Hmm, what's an easy? Plus, plus 20. Plus 20. No, no. It would be. Uh, Even with the blood in his eyes? I was going to give you uh, the plus 10. Uh, but he's, he's, um, he is a somewhat hypervigilant and he's. He needs the keys to get in through the door to the part where he needs to go as well. A good try, though. I'll rip some of his, his shirt off and bandage his wound. Ooh. Just a routine check. Mm, no, that would be a failure. Okay. Um, I put a band-aid, band-aid, bandage on it. <laughs> doesn't, doesn't do anything. Immediately put a blindfold on him. <laughs> <laughs> so stop the blood getting in your eyes. <laughs> So you're just using a rag or a proper bandage? No, just his, yeah, rip off a strip of his clothes. Yeah, yeah, no, he doesn't let you do that. He doesn't want you ripping obviously, his... Obviously, yeah, obviously not. <laughs> and um, they're not particularly... They're pretty grubby and it's probably going to... Could potentially lead to infection. So it's... Mm, but it's not a... It's just a cut. It's not a bleeding, a oh, bad okay. bleed. Yeah. So I'll just get him to hold a cloth to it or... Yeah. He, they, he sort of waves you off and he gets up and, and the other guardsmen say, come on, get down there and open this. We need to contain this man so we can put more people in prison. So currently the room you're in is um, it's got a, a table with about eight chairs, a round table, a, a sort of dismal sort of smoking fireplace in the corner and there's a door which Karis goes through into a room. He says, I'll just go downstairs and operate the machinery. For the, for the cells. There is also um, the doors that you need to enter, a, th- a pair of thick oak doors. They look strong enough to keep even the strongest of men at bay. There's just enough light in here to sort of to see. It's, it's quite dim. And the, the two guards, they, they light torches. They've got one, so there are two torches, and they sort of, Offer, offer one to you to take. No, I'll, I'll, I'll take it. I'm just there with my spear. Yeah, I've got a bow, so I can't carry one. They've got, they've got pole arms, pole cleaver, and uh, a cudgel at their belt. And they, they, um, they push through the doors into the main area. Uh, it's a sort of a the corridor of the. I guess the cell corridors. And the interior walls of these buildings are made from hardwood and they're stained a dark brown or black, which seems to have developed over time. You can smell lamp oil fills the air and it soon becomes obvious that much of the coloration on the wall is soot. And as they progress, the other person, the other guardsman, Devon, with the, the torch, he sort of lights the sconces and providing dim light throughout the corridors. 
As you walk through the area, you cannot help but notice that the dark wooden hallway ahead is interrupted by a series of solid-looking iron portcullises, and on both sides of the hall are thick wooden doors with small windows set in them. Only darkness is visible through these windows, but there is an odour of rot and decay, as if something died behind them and drifts into the area. Did we find the berry farm? (laughs) No, (laughs) there don't seem to be any berry bushes growing in here. Um, And of course, you know, what, what Bias has told you is potentially somewhat of a theory that there might be a vineyard but um no it's a bit of a a bit of a joke on his part because these berries are often picked in the wild it'd be kind of gruesome to be cultivating them in a vineyard (laughs) unlike just picking them wild oh if you come across a body in the bushes a bit i'll come back and get some berries in six months uh, Mm. different to having a nice farm of them all lined up um, yeah, it's different. It's still gross. It's still gross, yeah. You can arrange them in different positions, though. And have you could have all sorts of fun with them, like, couldn't you? Is so that called topiary? <laughs> <laughs> I suppose we'll wait at the port across for it to open, or...? From below, you hear uh, the sound of gears and chains, and then the clank, 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 clank of the portcullises rising, uh, allowing you to, to step through to the next section of the corridor. I'm going to have a good look in one of those windows just to see if I can see anything in the, oh, the dark in there. It's really dark. It is really dark. Come away from there, boy. <laughs> uh, where are we in relation to the guards? Well, they're uh, leading. Okay. And they, they sort of they kind of turn around and say, come on. So sort of encouraging you to, to walk in a, a loose formation. At some point when they turn back to look the other way, I'm going to sneak off. All right. <laughs> Well, it's been nice knowing you. Again, they, they sort of progress forward. Do you want to make a, make a uh, routine sneak? Because they're, they're very focused on the way ahead. Failed by 2%. I had 83 in this. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> what? My other one I failed by. Fate 4%. draws you forward. <laughs> so as you go to turn, you, you pick your opportunity to, to go really well while they're focused on the portcullis ahead. And, and you sort of... Do a turn 180 degrees and take a step forward and the portcullis. Oh, this assumes that you've gone through the portcullis as well. That's fine. Slams down with a, a rattle. Oh, portcullis is, is closed, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> and the other one comes up simultaneously and you're able to, to proceed. You sort of, one of the guards, Barky, notices you looking in the cell. There's not much to see in there. It's a place a young boy does not want to go. I'm gonna, oh, okay. I'm gonna grab him by the collar <laughs> and drag, drag him along <laughs> and okay. hold him so he doesn't get himself into okay, trouble. Okay, let me go. No, <laughs> it's jail for a reason. It's not a, it's not a stay in an inn. Occasionally, you, you kind of catch glimpses from from the the moonlight that comes in through uh, these little barred windows. They're, and like it's cold in here as well. It's somewhat exposed. Uh, so there's no sort of insulation or heating, and you know you might see a stool of both descriptions <laughs> in the <laughs> room. <laughs> Sometimes some some little some movement, pitter yeah. patter of little feet mm. and squeaking. Okay, and eventually you you sort of uh, sort of go to the next portcullis. You sort of round a corner. There's another portcullis. That one comes up. The other one shuts. So it's all very regulated in that regard. Did you want to uh, be stuck in your own little section of corridor? No, not not at all. 
How does the, the guard know when we've gone through the poor colours? That was my question as well. Complicated series of the, mirrors. The guy down below. <laughs> yeah. Oh, they just give a tap on the floor. Okay. Yeah. As the last port colour opens before you with a creak of turning gears, you begin to feel that there is... I can't tell you how you feel, but you know, there's a sense of... There's a, an awareness that... You ever had that feeling that you're being watched? Observed, scrutinized. Are we all here? You're all together. I haven't had that feeling personally as Marja, but she's been the watcher, scrutinizer from her <laughs> hole in the wall for a fair while. Surely people watch and scrutinize Marja every now and again. Didn't she, did she have a little window? She yeah, had she had a little window. Yeah. yeah and uh, favorite, favorite pastime of mine, I reckon. People wandering up to watch her shit in a bucket. <laughs> well, basically, yeah. It's free entertainment. <laughs> <laughs> we get what you pay for, I guess. <laughs> the door on the last cell has been torn open by some great force. Several of its bars are bent and twisted as if someone had taken a great hammer to them and it dangles upon only one of its three hinges. Many deep, parallel gouges are carved into the wooden furniture, making it look as if someone had uh, slashed it repeatedly with a very sharp knife. What, what did you say this guy did? As you sort of peer searching the, the pitch blackness, two yellow gleaming eyes look back at you. And uh, from this seemingly endless patch of darkness, a guttural growl issues forth to fill the room. <laughs>